Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Hello. Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. I am joined by Miles. Hello. And Jackie. Hi. And this week, returning guest, perhaps most frequently guesting guest, Chikas is also with Hell us. Hell yes. Hello, Chikas. How are you? Most guesty guest. I'm pretty, I'm pretty guesty. Yeah. I'm doing well. That's true. I can verify that you're, you're very guested at the moment. <laughs> Uh, and this is a podcast that only talks about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and no other media, no other anime whatsoever. That's and right. This week we are keeping that hot streak going. We are talking about the third episode of the live action Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan uh, episode number three called DNA or Deoxyribonucleic Acid. I don't know. It's written in Japanese. Get it fully but let's call it dna uh that came out at the end of last year uh but before we get into that we need to first get in to our uh, uh mm, uh, no what we're gonna go in a correspondence corner because yeah. i can't think of a pun acid asks uh ladder listeners ladders you know coincidence dna is like a twisted ladder okay i'm Ooh. sorry sorry everybody it's okay mark you do it every week yeah it's true i'm gonna keep thinking while you're in correspondence corner i'll see if i can come up with something feel free uh this first email Oh, these are emails, by the way. I should have said that. These are emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Feel free to email us about whatever it is we watched this week and probably got wrong about uh, or jojo things that you think we haven't been asked before. And I'll give you a hint. Why do you start with that negative energy? It's not negative. Like, tell us if we got stuff wrong. Maybe this is the episode where we get everything right. Uh, no. And definitely tell them if they get everything right. Yeah, mm-hmm. a buzzer will go off alerting you to <laughs> your winnings. Uh, yeah, you can just email us if you want. Uh, this email is from Talia, and the subject line is, So about Madoka. Madoka is the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure anime we watched last week called Puella Magi Madoka Magica. It's good. It's good. We didn't continue it, but we watched three episodes and discussed it last week. I want to continue it. Okay. Uh, Talia says it's one of my faves. It popularized dark magical girl animes in recent times. I like the writer Gen Urobachi. Uh, oh boy. Gen Urobachi <laughs> also wrote a hentai called Song of Saya, which has some eldritch horror stuff going on. Never beat it. What What does that mean? I don't. I think <laughs> is Talia is referring maybe to a game. Hopefully, not like <laughs> never beat off to it. Never beat off to it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well... But yeah. then they say, well, I did technically be... I'm con- Whatever. Also, <laughs> well, technically, I, th- I did beat off to it that one time, but, you know. Uh, and they feel like they can make that joke, because I, I did talk about hand jobs last episode. Fine. Obliquely. <laughs> this is your fault. All your fault. I this never, is what you get. I never described them. You ask for it. Also, what kind of stand would musicians have? Would they be their own stand? Postscript. Every time I close my eyes, I imagine all the creators that make great mangas or animes and also great hentais. That's nice. Thanks, I think, Talia. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> for that email. Musicians, do they have, are they their own stands? No, musicians have regular stands like Fireman and Icebird. Okay. 
that's the name <laughs> of their stands. They're already interesting. Cool. What do you think, other people? I don't know why they would be different. I think they also get stands named after other musicians. Okay. I was going to say, I think having a stand named after you is like wearing your band's t-shirt to Ooh. your own concert. Oof. I've never seen yeah. that happen. And if I did, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> oh, shoot. Dave and I were watching a video the other day of some like classic rock guy that's still performing. And the last clip that they showed of him was him on stage in his own t-shirt that he had like cut the sleeves off of. Oh, man. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Good he made branding. it. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case you forgot what, you know, concert you spent too much money on. Like you haven't <laughs> been thinking about this all week when planning. It's us. Um... Yeah, I mean, technically, there have been musician stand users in JoJo. Uh, the guy who has uh, Red Hot Chili Pepper, Akira Otoishi or something, uh, he has a guitar and shit, but he mm. his stand is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Pepper, sorry, singular. Okay. So, Akira, give it away now? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Also, please don't do that voice. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Miles, do you want to take the next one? Sure. I believe this is the, I think this is a German writer, but there's no German in here. However, it still Shit. feels appropriate for you to be the one. Oh, I'm excited about this. Uh, <laughs> this email is, subject line is Magical Girls and Spontaneous Combustion. And it's from Kenny. Uh, hey, JJB Pod crew, just finished your last episode on Madoka Magica and wanted to share my thoughts. I watched it a year after it came out, so my memories are a little blurry, but I really liked it. I was a little younger back then. Of course you were. <laughs> and the amount of blood and brutality in such a cute and innocent looking anime really shocked me. Even though I already had watched anime like Death Note or Berserk, maybe my judgment is a little clouded by nostalgia, but Madoka Magica is one of the best psychological anime ever and gives you that eerie and a little sad Alice in Wonderland feeling that I love most about anime. Anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit about Faust because Mark mentioned it in the last episode, and I made some interesting connections. I read both Goethe's Faust 1 and 2 in school. The books are really old and a little hard to read, like Shakespeare in English, but the story is quite good. The book is based on a German folktale about Dr. Faust, an alchemist who is presumed to have ties with the devil and was a master of black magic. He died in a hotel near a place I once worked for a year. Nice. <laughs> According to legend, he exploded in flames on a stormy <laughs> night in his room, leaving only his shoes and some ash behind. The charred floor in one of the hotel rooms can still be seen today, even after hundreds of years. His spontaneous combustion was the price he had to pay for his deal with the devil. And how is that connected to Madoka Magica? Well, in the books, Faust is approached by the charming Mephisto, the devil in the skies, aka the cat, who wants to give him the power and wisdom to complete his alchemistic experiments, basically magic, and will grant him his biggest wish, the love of a girl he adores which is parallel to the wish the girls get in the show. What he doesn't know is that in exchange, he gives away his soul. In the second book, he becomes king, but after a while, his wife dies and his kingdom gets deserted. He dies alone and with a broken heart. After his death, Mephisto drags his soul to hell. I thought Mephisto already had his soul. Wow, German folklore is frickin' dark. I hope I didn't bore you to death with my little book club summary, but it just came to my mind when you talked about it, and I'm a sucker for legends and folklore. Wow, thank you for explaining Faust, Kenny. I like it. Yeah, it sounds metal. I, I don't know if any of you guys... Oh, sorry, Jack. No, 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 go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know if you, any of you guys watched uh, Wishbone, 
as a child, <laughs> like a kid's TV show with a little oh, dog yes. that would tell stories. That's how I know Faust, because he played Faust. They dressed him up as a little, like, guy making a deal with the devil. He ends up losing his soul to the devil. It's a real bummer. Listeners in so, other countries, is there a, is, do you know what Wishbone is? Do you know what this don't. little dog is? They don't. We barely okay. do. Okay. I watched Wishbone. No, I know, I but like, Wishbone. if you weren't in that right age group, you've never heard of Wishbone. Okay. Like, that's not like, like Wishbone the show was like fine or good or something. It was great. But it's not like everlasting replayed at all and everyone knows what it is. But that is how I know like a lot of the classics. Like I haven't read Faust, but I've seen the Wishbone. Wow. I know Faust from Guilty Gear, the very lanky doctor who wears a bag on his head uh, and shoves his finger in other characters' butts. Mm. That's what I know. Oh, and mm-hmm. Mi- and Miles, uh, probably he was dragged to hell, beca- like his soul was dragged to hell because when you make, I think when you make a deal with the devil, like you make the deal and then you get, the devil gets your soul when you're done with it basically he comes to collect at some point yeah you don't get you don't lose it right away. he holds it in escrow yeah Mm. i think i know what that word means i mean you should now mefescro just pretty good though jackie do you want to read the next one yes this email is from bizarre buccaneer subject line pulled mocha magics uh Hello, magical girl and boys. Thank you for finally convincing me to watch Madoka Magica. When I was in high school, quite a few people were talking about the show, despite it being three to four years old at the time, uh, or at that point. I always heard interesting things, but since it was four girls, I never watched it. Now I'm all in, and I'm going to finish it after Bungo Stray... Bungo? Bungo? Probably Bungo. Bungo Stray Dogs. For my question, I guess I want to know what shows you've seen that kind of spin tropes into a new light, like Talentless Nana or Madoka Magica. I'm always interested in that Watchmen style of real world meeting the unusual. Keep up the great work, Bizarre Buccaneer. P.S. If I had a wish from the magic cat, I would wish it wasn't so horny to recruit magical girls. You'd wish the cat wasn't so horny to recruit magical girls? Yeah, they'd be like, hey, I wish you... Would stop being so horny. I see. For magical girls. Okay. Uh, what is a show we've seen that spins tropes, that flips them on their head? I can't think of any. And I feel like we've definitely watched some on this pod. Yeah. But I don't know what they are. I feel like I've talked about it. I feel like I've talked about the tropes. Damn. <laughs> we did talk Damn about Damn it. The what shows have we watched? Yeah, I keep wanting to say Talentless Nana, but that's listed as an example. Um, hmm. Miles, what do you got? I I don't know. I don't Shit. know what an example of this is. Well, an example might be... Like, what's an example IRL? Like, that's not anime. Uh, like, if you talked about um, the, the movie Super, you know, that takes like a gritty and kind of what would this be like in real life approach to the superhero genre... Oh, or see, that see, one see. with Will Smith where he eats a Zagnut. What was that one called? It was, it was like a regular name. Remember he was a superhero? Yes. It was something field. I don't know. Something I watched like that. it. It had Jason Bateman. I've never seen that movie. Me neither. 
but I just know that it was like a uh, what if superhero uh, the boys is another one where it's like what if real life mm, corporation stuff was superhero people like those as far as anime there's this one called Jojo's that takes like fighting manga for boys and just makes it really weird and fashionable mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it flips it and then after a little while they just throw out the martial arts shit and put on magic x-men powers tell i mean talentless nana is a good example because we when um when we started watching it we thought it was about one thing and by the end of the first episode you realize what it's really like the the character that you thought was like harmless was actually not yeah well that's what i was saying is they listed it as an example yeah well that's what that's why i'm saying that one okay um hancock hancock was the movie i was thinking of yes um other than that uh yeah we got nothing we can't think of any right now drawing a blank sorry high q flipped the volleyball <laughs> anime genre on its head by uh being good i don't know <laughs> having that one funny face we're too stupid for this question yeah sorry <laughs> uh i'll read this last email it is from chad the subject line is anime with a twist trademark aloha jjb pod crew wow i take a week off from writing in and another hawaii resident jumps right in well i guess okay he doesn't have a question mark there that sounds really presumptive wow <laughs> i take a week off from writing in and another hawaii resident jumps right in it's that's not a surpri- much better take good Thank job you. <laughs> it's not surprising that there are other jojo fans out here and i'm glad they enjoy this podcast too Considering last week's anime, Puella Magia, Magia? Is it Magia? Magia Madoka Magica turned out to be another postmodern genre deconstruction. I liked it even though I had a plot point spoiled for me years ago. And you all have now watched a few other anime of this type. What are your thoughts on the anime with a twist trope? Damn it. We're too stupid, Chad. Do you think it's fair (laughs) for a show to present itself as one genre, but unexpectedly reveal itself to be another? I know Mark mentioned on the show, and again in the Patreon notes, that he was actually hoping for something fun and light, which Madoka is not, so I'm curious what the other hosts think. Well, I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Everything is pretty fun inside the JJB pod discord that Aaron set up. There are a bunch of different channels and a handful of listeners chatting sporadically. Plus, Whoa. no one has noticed that by letting me in, they're now talking with someone likely old enough to be their parent. <laughs> okay, I know I made a solemn promise to be in there every day and I immediately broke it. But this time I'm going to solemnly <laughs> promise I definitely, to be in there every day. I was like, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to check it out. And then I never did. We're Maybe not supposed the last- to. The last time that I was here, you guys didn't have a Discord. This is so exciting. Well, yeah. Well, we do, we do not. The fans do. Well, the fans <laughs> have a Discord. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it is unofficial. If Listen, if all you people in that Discord just start being like racist, we had nothing to do with it. Insurrecting. That is not. Yes, exactly. Do not storm any buildings. That is not. AKA stopping the steel. Yeah. Well, however oh, you no. want to look at it. <laughs> Uh, I think they're still arresting people for that, so be careful on jokes, Miles. I think if Chad's in there, I think if Chad will make sure the D- kids are all right. Don't put the burden on him. I know. It's not Chad's fault either if things go Chad, crazy. Chad, it's not your job, but everybody respect him. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's like old enough to be their parent, but okay, just make, just watch those kids. But I'm not your parent. <laughs> Leave me out of this. Um, 
Okay. Well, yeah. So wait, Chicas, can you think of a show that, ha- yeah. like, has a twist on a genre? I mean, I th- <laughs> the first one that I thought of, I don't know. I mean, I feel like Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, because it's like a horror themed show that was like kind of goofy and silly and and aimed at girls. Mm. It's I don't know. That was my first thought. No, that makes sense. Like you normally think of like a like a Van Helsing kind of character or whatever, like hunting right. monsters, like a tough guy or like of the yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. But she's like And uh, she's like a blonde, she goes out for cheerleading while she's yeah. popular high school person. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. And it's like, I don't know. I yeah, Buffy. Buffy's what I'm going with. Buffy's my answer. I'm trying to well, think, is there an anime we've seen ours. where like the <laughs> classmates are like different types of monsters and stuff, but everyone's just kind of okay with it? Um, is that a thing? Hmm. Mark, we're too stupid for this question. <laughs> I think stupid. you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> All uh, I can think of now is Twilight. I think we recognize Oof. it. We recognize it when we see it, but it's right. like pornography. It's like porn. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know when you see it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, okay. Those again were emails sent to our correspondence corner, also known as Jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com. You can of course also find us on Twitter, which is twitter.com slash JJB pod. Apparently there is a fan discord out there. You can just look at our mentions. It's in there. I'm getting Discord for my phone, so I can go in there right now. Don't do it. While we record the pod. You're going to be distracted. <laughs> I won't. By them being like, Jackie's my favorite. And you'll be like, oh. <laughs> Addicted to the screen. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Of course we do. We're a podcast. Uh, if you go to patreon.com slash pod, you can support the pod if you want. It's not like listening to this is going to force you to do that. We have a few tiers starting at $1, which, yes, does help us pay for our overhead uh there's also a three dollar tier which gets you the following heartfelt thanks from yours truly thank you hunter bloof nocturnal aura caden nick celeste austin tim tyler martin michael and chad we greatly appreciate your support and uh at the 15 dollar level which we really only recommend you do once don't forget to turn it back off you can just pledge and then turn it off if you are worried about wasting money, you can make us, and I use that verb, make, force, in you know, uh, uh, bully us, strong arm us to watch an anime of your choosing, which is what we have been doing these days while waiting for JoJo uh, Part 6 to be announced, which we know it will. They are really hyping up that JoJo event that's coming in the next few months. Um, so yeah, we've been watching all kinds of great anime, pretty much everything you've heard us talk about that isn't JoJo's. Uh, is something listeners have uh, uh, sponsored. Um, also, we put some things on the feed that are extra, like uh, my extra show notes. Uh, Miles lists all of the pop culture references that we make because, uh, like JoJo's, we uh, really like to pull in the outside media world, uh, and we're probably older and more foreign than you. So you need those explainers. That's probably not true. A lot of our listeners are based in the United States. Because it's big and we speak English. A lot of your listeners are very, very old. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> There's like one listener who's on like, I guess, the Spotify survey claims to be between like 65 and 75. Oh, sweet. 
and it's either somebody lying or it's like my mom somehow answering that question. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to take a quick break and then we will talk about Rohan live action, the blah, 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 DNA. We'll talk about Rohan DNA after this. Okay, I'm in the Discord. And we are back to We're talk back. to talk again about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the only anime we ever talk about, except this time we're going to talk about a live real-life person TV show. What? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to ask you. How was this released? Um, this was released on the main Japanese television station, NHK. and um, Isn't that it, how you saw it? Oh, yeah, yeah. We only do official <laughs> stuff. We flew to Japan to watch this. Uh, oh, yes. I, I apologize. It was released, I think, just like on three consecutive nights at the end of December. So this episode was the last one. It's like a three-part miniseries. This came out December 30th. Um, and this episode in particular is the adaptation of a very recent uh, Rohan one-shot comic um, that came out in 2017. I have not read this one. This is the first time I've seen an adaptation of a comic written by this dude that I've never it's, read. This is not Araki. No, it is. It is. Oh, no. This is an Araki <laughs> comment. came out in 2017, and it was the first time that uh, Araki has been published in a girls' magazine. This was technically a shoujo magazine called Besatsu, uh, which is aimed at girls between the ages of 12 and 17. Um, and he wrote a note saying that he was honored to be included in a uh, girls' mag. And uh, Jackie, this is going to break your heart. Okay. But the comic includes Yukako. Aww. And they didn't include her in this, unfortunately. Aww, boo. Boo. I, I noticed that because his notes said like, and I was so happy to draw Yukako again. Because if you think about it, yeah, it's like this is like 13 years later. No, no, like 23 years later or something insane. Mm. Yeah, Hopefully we'll get an anime adaptation. They probably didn't want to like introduce this character oh yeah i mean this yeah. this show is terrified of stands and yet a girl disappears in this episode yeah 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 some reason and i i read <laughs> a summary of the manga and we will get into that um but yeah what else was i going to say about this production nothing in particular um we can just sort of start talking about the plot but let me ask chica since um you didn't watch the other episodes right this is the only one you saw Oh, no, I watched all of them. Oh, you did? Okay, oh, good. cool. Oh, yeah, they were good as hell. You like them? Yeah, I really like them. We're about 50-50, I think, right now. Yeah? We liked yeah, the I, first one and not loved the second one. But in general, okay. I like them. So wait, I let liked me, the first one. I, didn't I just like want to take a look at my notes. This one. The first one was the one with the... Um, oh, shoot, with the... That was Millionaire Village. With the manners yes, test? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I liked that one. I remembered because I watched the anime episode of that one with you guys. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, so that's an episode I've done before. And it was, I, I liked how true it was to the um, episode that we had seen. Like even I remembered some of the, the scenery around them. And I remember it looking exactly like that when they had drawn it. So I appreciated the, the accuracy. Um, uh, and then the second one was the taboo word. Yeah, right? Kushagara. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, and that I don't think I had seen anything for mm -mm. previously. That was So that was only a written short story written by some other author. Uh, like official, but all written by different authors, not the original mm -hmm. guy. Uh, and this was the first time we saw it visually. Okay. 
Well, it, I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I liked the some of the visuals that they used to like show it in people's books, like that little like pulsing seaweed kind oh, of so couch gross. thing. It was yeah. disgusting. It was horrible. Um, but I thought it was really. I thought it was interesting. Uh, so um, I Miles kind of talked under you back there, but Miles said that he hated this one. I did really? hate this one. Yeah. Why? And it makes me upset that to find out that Araki wrote it. Because I assumed that because it was so off, that it wasn't him. Why did you hate it? I don't know. Like, <sighs> I didn't like how they just didn't... Like, we'll, we'll get into it. But, like, it's stupid that they the girl just disappeared for no reason. That's not how organ transplants really work. <laughs> I thought they, like, tried to make it too real which maybe should have given away that it was araki that he related it so closely to a real scientific thing yep but like it didn't make sense in the end and i thought it was too sappy it's it's, it's kind of a rohan story especially um it was pretty sappy i mean uh, it is very different from the comic it's pretty different okay um so chicas the thing is that we talked about is this boyfriend character taro hirai who I just sort of, I mean, he, here they try to bring it full circle, but I just feel like he seems like a guy who's just like stoned. All the oh yeah, time. He's, he was like hip, the first thing I wrote down about him in episode one. Um, I think I said that he was like hypnotized or something. Yeah, because yeah. he was like clearly not there with her. Yeah, and, and they try to bring it together here, but it's like weird that they like bring it full circle on like brand new characters. So it's like yeah, for these first two episodes, you were like stringing us along with this weird story. Yeah, it's like wow, this guy's weird. Wow, this guy's weird. Why is he so weird? Well, they kind of explain it has something to do with a c- car crash or whatever. But this episode, they explain, oh yeah, this is why he's been so weird. Which I like. like. I like that they for- like finally like they did kind of. The, it, I think it paid off. It I was think nice it paid how they had an explanation. But I don't, I don't think it's realistic that Izumi would have a relationship with him because he's, he's like, he has no interest in her whatsoever. He has no interest in anything. And you can't, you can't sustain, like, I don't know. It feels like she's, and I know, I know that this is, I mean, who knows, but she, it feels like she's almost like taking advantage of him. Like he's kind of dazed, but she thinks he's handsome. So, okay, we're dating now. I think she likes who he used to be. And so she wants to help him get back to who he is yeah that's, that's pretty much what she says you can do that says. without calling yourself your his girlfriend uh i guess <laughs> but if you go into a coma and like lose your memories and are like weirdly perhaps disabled but you were someone significant other before then i think you you know you get to keep that title were they dating before then it's, oh, is that not so. the case this my, my understanding no. was oh. that they had met after this, this what yeah. the fuck this episode like she, made it seem like she runs into him and finds out that oh he had been in a car crash and he had oh she she admired his work before yeah, like but only him, met him right, after right. she knew him oh she met him oh i thought that, I, so. I thought that they knew each other i thought that they knew each other but like they hadn't seen each other in a while and then she runs into him and they start dating it would seem that way because she says like oh he seemed different but i don't remember her saying that she met him before he got all car crash I, I thought that she had said that she had met him after the car crash and that she wanted to help him and yeah. but then but then they're like why why tell him that you're dating him I don't know it, it was a weird situation <laughs> yeah that and is I like kind Izumi. of immoral I don't know it just something about that relationship felt strange maybe like um, in private they like really get it on like yeah, like the that's, like just paint coming off the walls and shit he's he's mm-hmm. just very shy like painfully shy in public in public yeah 
inside he <laughs> he really beats it up anyway so this this was definitely i think the weakest of the the three that i watched um you know it, it was not my favorite but it did i don't know these these short episodes of rohan kind of felt like um the bbc show sherlock okay like it it kind of set him up like sherlock holmes and azumi is his is his watson mm-hmm. um like going out and solving mysteries and you know getting out of scrapes it was very sweet i liked i liked this little series yeah i think she's she's the best part of this uh series oh, I, love her. I, I think and um she's not the boyfriend is very not present in these because there's a lot of rohan one shots there's a lot of them this is only three. Oh, um, uh, she's barely eh, she's she more gets, in the first one have you seen any of the anime versions of the rohan one shots with yeah, us she, she said so earlier oh i'm sorry she watched them with us yeah oh, but which one a, a couple a couple do you know which um, one? I definitely, definitely saw the um, the first episode of this one, okay. where they she's trying to get the house, uh, the like millionaire village house. Yeah, um, I can't remember what some of the other ones were that I've seen. Did you see the one sure with the you... girl kills her boyfriend by accident and he can't stop bleeding? Oh, oh I w- I was hoping they she would has do to hide that the one. body and the body just keeps bleeding. I was hoping they would do out that out of the back one. of his head. She, he hits it on a golf club. You have to oh see God, that one. I don't think so. That, that sounds one's great, great though. Have you, did you see the one? I don't think you did where he's on the treadmill uh, with the oh, other yeah. guy and he can't stop mm-hmm. running on the treadmill. No. <laughs> Describing this is so fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you see the one where he's in a confessional in church? No. That's the best one. Oh, with the popcorn in the air? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. At, at a confessional. <laughs> oh my God, all of these sound great. At a confessional is the best one because it's like, it's, it's, it's twisty. Yeah, that one's good, and that one feels like a proper, like, wow, it came back full circle, it's yeah. resolved. Whereas Rohan in general, and I'm okay with this, but they don't feel like full Sherlocky mysteries to me, because it's often like, Araki's like, here's a weird thing, look at this shit. <laughs> and Rohan's and like, okay. like, I'm kind of, I just like, uh, I've noticed a thing, so I'm going to follow it. And like half the time, he's not even like, in some of them, he's like not even really in the story sometimes. Sometimes he just tells he's a story He's just like that tangential. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that that may be why I had Buffy on the mind because a lot of these did feel like kind of monster of the week, like yeah, um, yeah. almost like an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark too, mm-hmm. like very very serial, like one shot little pod of a story. Yeah, um, they're they're nice. You, you could make a million of these. Yeah, and <laughs> he he has made a bunch, and that's why Rohan in this episode refers to I'm trying to finish my one shot, which is what mm-hmm. these comics are. Is they're not part of the serial manga that keeps readers subscribing all the time. It's just like here's one contained story in its own thing and that's it but he kind of loosely ties them together with rohan and the other mordio residents um so wait before we jump in geez what we asked you on because you love rohan and i wanted to ask what you thought of like the portrayal of rohan himself Uh, (laughs) i think i think they did a good job of kind of translating him from from the animated version to the live action version. Um, I think he is, I kind of remember him being a little bit flatter in the cartoon. Yeah. Um, I feel like he has a little bit more of a personality here and it is mm. like kind of Sherlocky, where he's very like cocky and sure of himself. But also I've, I was taking notes in the first episode and like all, all of his actions are kind of based in like insecurity um, where, you know, he, he'll open up the books, the Facebooks of the burglars 
Um, but the first thing that he looks at, he doesn't look for the information that he wanted for his story. The first thing he looks at is like, oh, well, why did they stop reading my, why did they stop reading my comics? <laughs> and it's like such a deeply insecure, like artist thing. Yeah. I kind of love that because it's, it, it is, I'm a very insecure person and I am an artist. And I know that putting, putting your work out there, like you want to know how it's being received. And he's, he's like very tuned into finishing things and, and spend so much time on this burglar character that's appearing for like one frame. He has one sentence mm -hmm. and he's agonizing over this line because he wants it to resonate with people. Mm -hmm. So he's like, I don't know. He comes off very cocky, but he's so like deeply, deeply insecure. I think he's really interesting. Mm. That, okay. But what I really wanted to know was, uh, did you think he was hot? Oh yeah. Super hot. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't think Absolutely. he's too old though? I just think no. that he, cause this, this <laughs> actor is like 39, believe it or not. That is unbelievable to me. And Rohan's uh, like like wasn't hot enough. Yeah, but but uh, to be yeah, clear, I thought, I, he, I, thought he wasn't, I, I thought he wasn't hot enough. Araki draws nineteen and eighteen and seventeen year olds like they're twenty eight. So yeah. to be fair, <laughs> he also didn't have a crop top in any of the ones that we saw. Right? No. His, no, his clothes were cool though. I did like how they they still gave him that like zigzag headband. Mm -hmm. um, I did not think that was going to look cool. Like they when I first saw it, I think he was in shadow. Um, kind of when he's talking to the burglars through the dark. And you see it, and I was like, oh no, they gave him the fucking headband. And then you kind of lose it because of the the material that it's made out of and mm -hmm. the color, it blends in a little bit. And it like it actually ended up looking cooler than I thought it would. It grew on me. The first episode I thought it looked like like somebody had made it at home. <laughs> yeah, it, it looked like Jughead's hat. Like Jughead has the, the little zigzaggy kind of hat. The, it's like a but crown, think, right? But really yeah, cheap yeah, looking. Yeah. yeah. It's it started to look better, I think. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because all this stuff, when you do live action, it's like you can try to be as true to the comic as possible where everything is like way over the top and super colorful. I mean, you know, the comics in black and white, but, you know, in the covers and the and the art and, and press releases or whatever, it's like Araki colors it in with like really vibrant, weird colors. And you can do that, but then you really have to commit and probably spend a lot of time and money to make everything look like it's coming out of a comic. Um, and, and then you end up with the movie Dick Tracy from the 90s, which is like hard to watch visually. Right. And it also begs the question then like, well, why are we watching this real life thing if it's just going to look like a cartoon? Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know that you can't resolve them, but I, I also think it is fun to see a real life version of some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I think they did kind of tone things down a little too much, but I, I bet it's also because of budget and stuff that they just can't do that much and uh i was about to bring up something about um something about reading people's memories in this episode that i'm sure we all noticed that was different from <laughs> previous but we should probably stop jumping around do and get into the events uh let me just yeah. write this oh you know what not quite jumping around but i looked briefly at the first uh rohan like one shot notes or not the first one millionaire village and rohan said about uh kyoka izumi the annoying assistant even though she's not really in the series much and like I said, the boyfriend is barely in it. For some reason, they made him big in this one, in the live action. But he says about Izumi that he thinks that she's a masterpiece of a character. Like, he wrote it. He wrote her and says, like, I think she is a masterpiece. And let me be clear, she is not based on any of the assistants that work at my <laughs> publisher, Shueisha. And then he wrote something like, I say that. And I believe that he says something weird where he's like, I believe that it is not a lie. Or I believe that I am not saying that for fear of reprisal it's like you just made yourself sound weird like you are afraid of like retaliation 
Like, he doth protest too much. Weird thing to say, dude. Um, so I'm glad that he he likes her a lot, and um, she definitely doesn't well, quite it, look the same, but you know, she's great. I think it's clear clear that he likes the character because she's she's so well fleshed out and so sweet. Like I don't know, you can't. She I wrote down that she's like jazz on Fresh Prince, where every time she shows up at his house, he like picks her up by the seat of her pants and tosses her out the door. Oh, what if they did that? What if they had the doll, like the very obvious doll of her that just I wish. Yeah. Oh my god, I wish. And then she'd just like stand up and dust herself off and say, like, all right, see you in five minutes. <laughs> she pretty yeah, she kind of does do that, but but um yeah, I think that um you know the the actor that played her is like pretty young. I want to say she's like twenty two or twenty three and when they interviewed her about like her character, she just gave a very flat, like, I hope everyone likes this TV show. I'm very proud to be a part of it kind of thing. But uh, it would have been interesting to see what, what she ca- how she came up with the uh, personality. I thought she was great. Um, so this episode uh, starts very cold. Uh, it's the second thing we're watching in a row that starts in a dream that is revealed when the character wakes up. We watched that last week. Uh, Madoka Magica mm. does the same thing. Uh, where it's a man and a woman talking in a car uh, where it is very rainy. And uh, I don't really remember exactly what they're talking about, but... Things that stuck out to me was... Well, yeah, I think the coffee is important. He found coffee in the car, I think, right? A can of coffee. He found a can of cold coffee and was just like... Yeah. Or she was like thirsty and he's like, this is from three or four days ago. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he also mentioned it's. It seemed like it was rainy. They're talking in a car, and he he said something like, "Oh, I, you know, we should uh, we should have our our wedding ceremony like finally or something." Yeah, yeah. Like they had already been married for a year or two, um, but they wanted to have their ma- wedding ceremony. Also, the way that he li- at the at the end, he's he's kind of like um, at the econ- the end of that scene, he says something like, you know, some like something something. It'll be good for. M- for the both of us and when he said that for some reason i was like she's pregnant i don't know why me too did you oh yeah so what was that i don't know it was like his face or like his face almost maybe looked like he was like a like well, a happy he said, father it'll kind be, of thing it'll be good for you and and the subtitle said dot 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 it'll be good yeah. for you and dot mm. dot dot and for me and then in that first yeah. scene they deafen they they like play up the rain so you can't hear his voice and he says something else, but we don't uh, hear it. We don't see the subtitle. Yeah. Uh, later, yeah, in in retrospect, he does say, and the baby, mm. um, or and her, or something like mm-hmm. that. But we don't know that in the beginning. That, that was just a hunch Jackie had. And then we we zoom out, or the camera comes out of I'm the car, psychic. and we see that they're in a car wreck, that the car has, has slammed into something. Um, and then uh, we see the woman who was in the car like wake up from a dream, and she was having some kind of um memory dream hmm? she was remembering something mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently in the comic the way you, you get pulled out of it is uh you don't just see the car the guy starts bleeding who's talking to her um so to your point miles that about never happens like there's never any indication either here or later on that he's about to die yeah i think they're really scared of blood you know when you mentioned that like bleeding boyfriend episode that is really funny uh well really gross and funny in the comics I was like, yeah, they could never do that because they don't show any blood in these. Okay. Because um, he seemed fine. <laughs> yeah. I, for a minute there, I was wondering like, oh, did they crash and they just had to wait it out in the rain, you know? Yeah. But then... He's uh, been sick for a long time, Miles. <laughs> yeah. Just quite frail. Um, yeah. They, they, they just they couldn't go the extra mile to show, you know, that he's broken. 
Um, so she wakes up and, uh, I don't remember what happens with her. Does she just go see her baby? Yeah. She goes and talks to her daughter and her, her, in that awesome tent. Yeah. yeah that awesome, like stuffed animal throne, stuffed God. animal crib that she's made for herself. And she's wearing like a little like flower crown thing yes. or something. Which is from the comic. They pretty much nailed that. I looked, oh, I looked nice. it up. Uh, so the mom's name is Mai, M-A-I. And the daughter's name is Mao, mm-hmm. M-A-O. Um, and we see that Mao is speaking backwards. Yes. She's saying things like, I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. Uh, the subtitle's backwards. And in Japanese, she's speaking the reversed way. They like each syllable. Yes, yeah. correct. Reversed. Because Japanese is written with a syllabary. It's not written in individual letters. They're all like phonemes that exist with like a consonant and a vowel. So if they were to write them in reverse order, that's how they get that sound. Uh, mm. what, what is it? Uh, so instead of... Wa, wa nichi... Yeah, so instead oh. of... Yeah. Wa nichinko... Well, <laughs> not chinko. Oh, shit. That means dick. Um, it's it's <laughs> wa chiniko. Yeah, okay, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Wa chiniko. Konnichiwa wa chiniko. There you go. Konnichiwa wa chiniko. Thank you for explaining that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like weird, right? Because if you played it reverse, you'd hear something different. But uh, I guess like mm. to them, if they were to sit and write all the characters in reverse order, that's what they'd get. <laughs> uh. So my thing with this, this, this child's quarters is that she is a child and they have her right next to the railing on the second floor. And part of me was like, and there's no baby door. proof that. <laughs> there's no door on her bedroom. Mm-hmm. She just has like a curtain. Yeah, I didn't know that was a bedroom. Off. I thought that was just like they didn't have a bedroom for her, even though this house looks very big and nice. Yeah, they just put her in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, or she, she just put her, cause she's been a single mom the whole time. Mm. You know, so screw all of you. How dare you judge her? She's too busy to <laughs> put true. her in a room. She's got a hard life. She's got a throne of stuffed animals. She's safe. Beautiful home. Uh, the girl is, the girl is just like, a source of all weird things ever. If you told me like... Her eyes? Did we talk about her eyes? No, but she... Yeah, she has heterochromia. They right? are red mm-hmm. and green. One is red and one is green. She's like a stoplight. Yeah, she doesn't just have heterochromia. She has... Like, who <laughs> her can, eyes are the color of no one else's and eyes. And they glow. Yeah. Yeah, the green is like a bright... Like like a traffic light green. It, like it's, I it's saw, lit up. I saw the red as kind of like a pink, like a magenta okay. kind of color. I thought they mm-hmm. changed at, at first because when she's in the crib, it's like a different pinkish lighting. So I thought they were like pink and blue and later they were red and green. I was really thrown mm. by that. Um, yeah. I thought they just, that was just them doing a bad job. Additional details <laughs> from the manga, by the way. Originally, I just like on the wiki, it lists her age as two. So she is two years old in the manga as opposed oh, to the wow. five or six that she has to be here because if you're going to have a baby act in a way, uh, they have to be somewhat older. They cannot be two years old. The baby's not going to yeah. grab things, not going to speak backwards, whatever. Um, and uh, a few other qualities about her in the manga is that she only has eyelashes on the bottom of her eye. Uh, anything she bumps specific. into becomes wet. Uh, she has a scar on her forehead and she has a tail. Uh, I'm glad they got rid of it. <laughs> and if you touch the tail, it beca- you vanish. Whatever touches her tail vanishes. So w- I have a question. In the manga, does she have a stand? I don't know. I read a summary of it. The summary did not mention her having a stand. Um, 
I don't think the manga, the, the, the Rohan mangas, I don't think usually have stand users, but they do have supernatural weird shit. Mm-hmm. Well, is this, is it kind of like the, um, one of the first episodes that I was on, they were trying to find the arrow that like, yeah. hit a baby and the baby turned invisible. Yeah. Yeah. They like, so it's kinda, it's, I mean, kind of like that. The baby did have, <laughs> that baby did have a stand, even though you don't see it, but it could be, yeah, that this is a stand, but nobody bothers to name it and stop it because Rohan barely has a stand in this either. He doesn't have to draw the face of Heaven's Door, the little boy. He doesn't show a drawing of it. He just throws do his hand at you. the people with stands, like, do you name your own stand or does it come named? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. We see it both, both ways in the show. In the beginning, it's like the, the fortune teller character, Abdul, is naming everybody's stand for them. And then other people are like, I named him this. And then other people, they, mm. they just don't say. Yeah. No one's okay. like, you like Tom Petty? Um, <laughs> I'm like, no, this is my stand Bananarama. Um, Nickelback. Oh, yeah. He just shows you <laughs> photographs. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so this, this, this girl is extremely weird. And then uh, we kind of go away from her for a bit, right? And we go to um, Izumi, assistant and Rohan. Right, yeah. And she is there to be annoying and adorable and ask Rohan about his hypnotist powers. Rohan is also for some reason rolling dice a Which bunch of times. Does happen in the in the anime and manga if we remember there's the episode with the alien who can shapeshift and I think it's like Josuke and Rohan are playing a game where they're rolling dice against each other. At one point, Rohan's house catches fire and he refuses to address it until they're done with their <laughs> dice game. And one of the, and the alien disguises himself as dice, I think, so he can like oh, yeah. roll around, if you remember that. So that, that, that did remind me of that. I thought that was a nice connection. Um, and they're just like arguing about what constitutes a miracle. And he's like, this isn't miraculous. It's like one in a thousand odds. That's not impossible. Mirac- miracles are impossible until they happen. Then they're not miracles, which is an interesting <laughs> discussion. Um, and she reveals that she's there because she believes he has hip, hypnotize, hypnotism powers because he kind of plays off his stand from last episode. Is that because this Kushagara pizza guy comes in and is like flailing about and being nutso and she leaves the house. And when she comes back in, he's like, oh, OK, anyway, bye, Rohan. And so she thinks like, well, Rohan can hypnotize people into doing things. Maybe you can help my boyfriend who's like really weird and I'm taking advantage of him probably. <laughs> um, you can help him remember how he used to take photos and not just wander around and take an entire iceberg of sugar into his coffee. Um, yeah. To be fair, amnesiacs love sugar. We all know that. <laughs> it's a fact. <laughs> um, and amnesiacs, write in. Tell us about <laughs> your sugar addiction. If you can. Uh, I'm not going to finish it. Um yeah, and then Rohan, I think, does he throw her out in the beginning here? I, yeah. I mean, he's constantly yeah. throwing her out. Yeah, he throws yeah. her out. <laughs> he's, he, in this in this show, everybody's throwing her out. Another thing that always happens is is uh, someone gets hit by a car. <laughs> There's a lot of car crashes. <laughs> yeah, <in> this. <laughs> this is... Thus spoke Rohan Crashy Bay. <laughs> thus spoke Kuruma Reki Bay. Um, there are... Yeah, okay. There are four car crashes in this three-episode series. There's one, the one that hits Tato in his past, Mm -hmm. the one that hits him in episode one that is eventually like reversed kind of, uh, Uh, there's the one in this episode, which we see in the beginning, which is the flashback of Mai and her husband, 
uh, crashing and almost a second one where Mao where they almost hit the girl where, yeah Mao wanders straight. into the road I thought Taro was going to throw himself in front of the car and then get hit <laughs> and then his memories come back to him and or something stupid him? yeah knock the wire back into place <laughs> I was I was like please don't do that come on um yeah so anyway um so, what happens after that Jackie so the 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 girl what's her name the agent Izumi 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 goes to see her boyfriend and she's encouraging him to take photos and like to to get back into to photography. To be interested in anything. Yeah. Literally and he, anything. And please. he's like, yeah, I started bringing this camera around. So he did start taking his camera around. Um, and... Mark, did you recognize the model? I did not. I was like half writing notes and I... I thought it was a Canon. I saw red and black and that's usually Canon's thing. Um, Nikon is also red and black. Oh shit! Shit! Uh, it could be anything. Let's quit. We'll never know. I just think I think I looked we'll at it and I just saw like the lens looked like a lens, and I was like, whatever. And <laughs> so they're talking. She's talking to her boyfriend, and first, and somehow Rohan like they run into each other. So Rohan is like walking by to go to a cafe or something, and she's like, "Hey, you're here now. You can do hypnosis on my boyfriend." Even though he was very not into it the last time, and he was like, "What? No, I'm not going to do that." Um, and then they also, it's a big reunion because they also run into, um, Mai and her little girl, Mao, because, Mao. uh, Mai is taking uh, a walk and when she takes, she, she, she has her in like a, a stroller and it's like covered up. Um, oh no, it's not, a, she's not in the stroller. She's taking the stroller down the stairs, I believe. So she's actually holding the baby in the ba- and, and the baby is covered with a blanket. Um, but the baby um mao reaches her oh she's also pointing around and stuff but she reaches her hand out and she touches um uh the boyfriend what's his name taro taro she touches taro and then taro's this weak ass like she like a little baby like pokes him and he's just like what and he he, crumples to the ground and he just he just fucking falls over and his head smashes against a oh like a a, european soccer player a stone wall and it's like what it like how is how did this little baby knock him over she like barely touched him yeah it feels like he's distracted or something um but yeah it was a little dumb that he just is like whoa and he falls and i guess it's supposed to be that he hits his head really hard or something and the tv show didn't really look like he got that hurt yeah uh, i was surprised when they were like oh we'll take you to the hospital i was like no he he looks all right (laughs) yeah i did like though that they were like you can't ignore a head injury and i was like that's true people do that (laughs) people do that they're like i'm fine and they go to sleep and they don't wake up like it's Mm. really fucked up uh so that'd be a lesson to our listeners if you bang your head like real hard don't just be like i'm fine unless you live in america speaking of uh it's super bowl sunday should we update please don't call it that it's called the big game we don't have the rights. Oh, shit. We're going to get sued. The name is TM'd. Um, anyway, yeah. So Mai insists that she take Taro to the hospital. So the whole gang, which is Rohan, Izumi, Mai, Mao, and Taro, all go to the hospital where it probably costs them $40 to get uh, this guy a brain scan. And while they're all chilling in the waiting room, uh, Rohan kind of flashes back and thinks about the little girl uh, grabbing Toto before he tripped on his own ass. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. she also says hello to him when she grabbed oh, him, yeah, right? Yeah, and she yeah. said it backwards. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Rohan Watch becomes very interested in this girl 
and her mom and he gets real close to them and i don't think any of this really warranted yeah he's being really weird like <laughs> yeah He's like, a weird guy. Get away I from my kid. I was kind of surprised that he was at the hospital because he had told Izumi and and Ditsy boyfriend were going with him to the cafe and they were like, oh, so you can do your hypnosis on your hypnosis on him, and he said like, no, I'm just going to work. Like I'm going to that cafe to to work on my my book. Um, and so when there ended up being this whole kerfuffle and they sent him to the hospital. I was surprised that he wasn't like, all right guys, I'm going to go do my thing. I think, I think, I think he would have just left if he didn't think that the situ, the situation with the little girl was weird. And I think that's the only reason he came, I think was to follow up on this little girl. Yeah. I'm, I'm realizing that now that you mentioned that he was Mm -hmm. interested in her. Um, cause I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. So he, he goes to the mom. He's like, guys, your daughter four or five. And she's, uh, she's like, Oh, he's, uh, she's five years old. And then, uh, and like the mom is like hiding the girl as like Rohan's trying to like get really she close has her, like, and like under a scarf. Yeah, and Rohan's trying to like get a get a peek at the at the girl, and it's kind of weird because the mom is like trying to cover her girl up. Um, and then um, that's when what's her name Ichi Izumi, the Izumi. assistant. Mm-hmm. Izumi is like, oh hey, aren't you my the interior decorator and. They talk about that a little bit and yeah, the mom seems really like high strung. Like they notice that afterwards. After I mean, she she's leaves. appropriately nervous, but her daughter is weird. And so she's protective yeah. of her. Yeah. But she is right to be like, what are you fucking doing? Sticking your nose into you yeah. know, my business? Yeah. Oh, and um, Taro comes out and he's like, I'm fine. They just need to do some tests because I'm I've, real weird because I had an accident before. <laughs> I'm a big um, airhead. And the and he's like, right, little girl. He's like, nah. and he touches her head and she's like, why did you go? And she and, grabs his arm again. Yeah. Yeah. She keeps grabbing him and it's weird. Um, Maybe she's super strong. Mm. <laughs> it's a oh, flex another quality of boss. hers i just read is that she also has sideburns that go like down to her chin that's not true oh. yes i'm serious really they're like weird though they're not like straight sideburns like elvis they're like weird sort of they kind of branch a bit she looks uh cool and creepy as fuck um so then Rohan, in the in the um manga? in the manga in the the comic i want to look up a picture of her yeah, yeah, she's great. Her name, yeah, Mao Katahira, if you want to get there faster or look up Mao Rohan. Um, so then, you know, the mom and the daughter go off their separate ways and Rohan tells Izumi, like, uh, you said that you recognized her because, you know, our publishing company published her book. Can you talk to her agent and set us, uh, you know, set up a meeting with her? And uh, I don't know if she agrees to it. I don't even know if she does it because they end up just showing up at her house. Yeah. Like there's no agent that like made it a formal thing. They're she just shows there. up at, at this woman's home. So it's like they just threw out that idea or maybe they just got her address <laughs> and they just show up there and Rohan just pushes his way into the house. Oh my God. Kind of alarming. And she's like, yeah. so rude. She's not like politely quiet. She's like, can you, can you get out of here? Please don't yeah. come in. And he just ignores her like the sociopath nope. that he is. Uh, and he pushes past her to just go stare and he's like what are you afraid of he's like right. you you were interested when when we told you that i was a hypnotist you were interested and right in the waiting room he um his editor tried to cover for him and say oh he's a he's a hypnotist that's what he does for a living mm-hmm. um so she's like okay fine please help her um and so he goes into the little girl's tent and uses heaven's door on her but she turns into a book for some reason 
Yeah, yeah. did they run it out of money? So interesting. I it, and they were cool books, but it <laughs> felt like either for the pop up book format, it was better for them, or they ran out of the money for the CGI transition. Maybe they couldn't yeah. get the little girl to hold still, or they didn't mm. want to to ask yeah. her. Um, I'm going to look up the comic while we talk, but um. That was the thing is at first I thought maybe it just came from her being such a young child. He mm-hmm. says this is the first time I've used it on the child, but that's not true unless this chronologically is before the oh, Hayato's dad is Kira arc in part four because Hayato's a kid, mm. but whatever. I thought maybe it's because she was a kid and a weirdo chameleon <laughs> kid that she turned into a book because she's weird. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering, later, I, I kind of thought the same thing because yeah. he like it seemed like he wasn't even startled by it. Like he, he kind of like, oh, this is interesting. But then, it, I mean, it happens again later, and he's, like, not phased by it at all. Could it have yeah, been, like, a censorship issue? What do you mean? Because they're kids? Yeah, that you don't want to show a kid's face peeling off. Yeah, and then I guess they would have just made the other people also books just to kind of keep consistency. I guess they're like, yeah. don't try to read these as a series. And these this, are all separate. This is supposed to be, I think, like the... We said it earlier that this is, like, the sweetest episode of the three of them. It's, like, a little bit more focused on romance. Right. So maybe they didn't want that like body horror kind of element tied in with mm. the what's supposed to be like a super sweet family kind of story. Well, I, I didn't like to it. Keep it nicer looking. They should have made it. <laughs> they should have made it all skin. They should have ripped the kid's face off. Yeah, it yeah. should have been worse. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, and he looks at the book, and we only see one or two pages that it, that just kind of look like a bunch of pretty pastel shapes. Yeah, we, we only get to see like some sh- some. It just there's nothing written it's just like a a book of shapes which i had a question for you guys Mm -hmm. so what what kind of book if you got heaven's doored what would you turn into so you could be like a manual or a mag like somebody was a magazine later um you know you could be like a journal i think the the other artist was like kind of like a handwritten journal I think yeah, I would I end up being an email newsletter because that's my job <laughs> is to work on an email newsletter. I work on this podcast's email newsletter. I write an yeah. email newsletter. So it yeah, would just so be that like sense for you. short bits of like like news for the week kind yeah, of newsletter so. about your life. <laughs> Miles's face would open like a laptop. <laughs> You'd have to like scroll on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like a phone book. Just boring, off color paper. And everyone's full names, addresses, and phone numbers. Because that's what I memorize. (laughs) It's my time. I might just be tweets. (laughs) And there'd be sponsored tweets in between, I assume? No sponsored tweets. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I would just be tweets. The other thing I thought is like maybe maybe like uh like technical books, but like I don't read I don't I don't really read. Like sometimes I'll read a technical book and that's it. But like I don't even finish them. So, <laughs> tweets is what I read. So, I'd, I'd be tweets. <laughs> what would you be, Chicas? I, I would want to be a graphic novel. I don't know that I would be a graphic novel. But. You're, art, you're I, artistic. I, I so, it. it makes sense. I kind of hope. I would hope that. Yeah. That what well, you'll find out one day. <laughs> it's true. It's true. One day when we are all heaven's doored. We are all books. <laughs> all right. So, I read a bit of the comic here. And obviously, it looks fantastic uh yukako looks a little more grown up which is really cool apparently yukako's mom is friends with the the mother mai and it's not like they run into each other and rohan has to convince her like they're sitting at a table together in the beginning yukako rohan and the mom 
Uh, and when he heavens doors the girl Mao, uh, yeah, her face opens like a book normally. Um, but he just says her heart has taken the form of a tail. Uh, so like she does have like a few inch long tail and that is apparently like her, it's the form of her heart and it has appeared externally. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could just keep reading this on the call, but I'm not going to. She looks totally different from uh, the live action lady, but that's fine. Um, the sideburns are like seventies truck driver. Sideburn. They're like Allman brothers sideburns. Are they? You looked it up? Uh, yeah, I mean, from the illustration that I saw. Oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna they look like like Allman Brothers sideburns. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a split down the middle of them or something, but I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna to read me, the... it just looked like they kind of came down and then angled forward towards the. Oh, like the sort of stabby. I kind of know what you mean. Um, you know, stabby. Mm-hmm. Moving yeah. on. Uh, so Rohan like kind of puts, we just see that he was looking at the book and we just see his reaction to it. Like he seems very intrigued by something in it. Um, and then he comes out to Izumi and Mai and he's like, there's nothing wrong with her uh, in reference to Mao. Cause he wanted to look and see like, all right, why is she a backwards talking multi eye color freak? Uh, and see if maybe he could just write in there. Like I'm stop. I'm going to stop being world weird. I'm going to be a regular child. Uh, but or, he's just or like, fight her demons or whatever. <laughs> I need strength to fight my demons. Uh, and he just is like, no, oh, she's fine. But he's like, that's her personality. It's just her personality, which I thought was so sweet. I know. Like, I think that's that's just a nice thing. Rohan's so like, accepting. Yeah, man, she just she just likes talking backwards and she likes burrowing. Like, just let her talk <laughs> backwards and burrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He says she likes to burrow into things. I was like, that's not yeah, quite, just let her. Um. And uh, but the mom is like no, but she's gonna be made fun of in school. She's not gonna make any friends. And he's like, well, maybe you're the one that keeps hiding her all the time, and that's why she feels like she has to be all weird. Yeah, blame the mother for your chameleon-like girl <laughs> who has superpowers. I think it's it's probably partially true though. Like what? she's she's not helping. Mom is definitely mom not is not helping. helping. Like little girl with like weird eyes. The mom is probably like why is the mom hiding her all the time? Because she mm-hmm. you just said why she's a little girl with weird eyes. Yeah, but it's not gonna it's not going to help her acclimate at all. Oh it's yeah, not yeah, going, yeah, yeah. Like, you're teaching her that she, she will have to be hidden for the rest of her life. Yeah, if this continues. Yeah, yeah, you're, and her talking teaching, backwards thing could just be a childlike trait, like a quirk. Yeah, with, yeah. You're teaching her that like you know. It's, she should be hiding or that it's shameful to have right, those eyes right. instead of some, like liking herself and embracing it you know you're telling her that there's something wrong with the way she is and that she needs to change yeah right as opposed to like you know helping helping her figure out a way to communicate to other people what she needs and what her kind of like how how she's presenting herself and why she's presenting herself that way yeah and helping other people to understand her also, like, I don't know. I, I'm just thinking about this. Like, I feel like as a parent, if your kid starts talking to you backwards, I'd be like, I don't know what you're saying. Talk to <laughs> say say it the right say it the right way forward, or we're I'm not gonna. She's you're thirsty, like, but I'm not gonna get I'm you water. <laughs> and you're like, say it forwards. <laughs> Miles, this forward. is what you do with Q, right? Yeah. <laughs> you need to tell us you need food. Tell us you are hungry. <laughs> Use uh, your words. Did the ba- did she cry backwards too? <laughs> um so uh then they're like arguing about the girl and then 
the girl kind of walks away from them and starts to go down the stairs and she just fades out of existence <laughs> she like just a, I'm like oh my i'm like she's a ghost <laughs> yeah she's like a ghost chameleon daughter uh and i thought they were gonna get blamed for like her disappearing because it happens out of yeah. view of the mom Mm-hmm. And they ask about it, and there's this weird thing where Rohan's like, maybe she's not invisible, but she is making us think that she's invisible. She's, yeah, yeah. And she's like, that's also impossible. <laughs> um, and it's not helpful. Like either either no. way, you still cannot see her. It Saying does not. That doesn't help move you forward at all. It doesn't like become helpful or anything. It's just like, okay, thanks for the technicality. Uh, thanks, fact checker. She's not invisible. We just can't see her. <laughs> Yeah. Also, at one point, this like mystery weird music turns into like a rumba. Did anyone notice that? No. Yeah. The the music was very intense. I I wrote down at the end that I loved the music because I think overall it was fantastic. I liked it. But there were there were points where it was like Dave Dave walked in the room while something particularly like eerie was going on, and so there was a lot of like or like heavy organ music happening yeah. at the time. And Dave kind of walked in. And he's like. What what the hell are you watching? That, that's the organ part is where I feel like it's a cat settling onto the organ keyboard because it just feels like <laughs> yeah, they're holding multiple dissonant. notes like me and it's like it's briefly a nice chord and then they just throw in a fourth note and you're like, Ugh. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they have that that like violin piece that like that long note that's like, like, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, when yeah. the girl first runs into them or something. Um, yeah. But it, it briefly had like this Latin-esque kind of rhythm to it. And I was like, this is a weird choice. I kind of like that. Did you love it? <laughs> I did like it. Uh, but they didn't like keep running with it. It didn't become like a peppy, upbeat, dancey song. It was just kind of in there. Um, okay. So then uh, the girl disappears and I don't remember what happens now. They end the girl... up going to the hospital. Oh, oh right. They, they don't know where she oh, went. They're like, maybe she's right. at the hospital. It's a very nice hospital. Reason. Yeah, I, like, I feel like that's a wild guess. Too. I, I like, would not. Of have course, she went no, to the hospital. I think it, it kind of made sense to me because by this point, Rohan is putting together the fact that uh, the mom has explained that they that this is like her her and her husband's daughter, and her husband died six years ago or so, and um, that's around the time when uh, Tato, the amnesiac weird boyfriend of Izumi when he was in his car wreck and she's always been friendly to this guy. Like she saw him on that walk and she saw him in the hospital. And so she feels some kind of connection to him and last saw him at the hospital. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think Rohan knew something was up and figured that might be like where the girl is trying to return to. Um, But Taro is not at the hospital. Right. Taro has left and seemed like he left early, right? Yeah, because the the nurse is like, uh, he was here and he's not anymore. <laughs> he was supposed to do a bunch of tests and then he just walked out. Yeah. So <laughs> she's like, then I just flat out lost him. Whoops. <laughs> um. Also, the announcer voice on the hospital mic is Takahiro Sakurai again, who had a cameo as an off-screen cop in episode one, who is the voice of the anime Rohan. Uh, oh, that's I fun. Totally missed it. I just read that on the on the wiki. Did not hear it because that's a guy who, when he does an actual like anime voice, I immediately sit up and I'm like, "Is that Takahiro Sakurai?" <laughs> just because I I would always be like, "That sounds like the Rohan guy," and now I can just I'm like, "That's him." You can um, sense his presence. Oh yeah. Um. So then they, how do they get to a park? How does this happen? I don't. They just walk out of the hospital together and go to the park. Yeah, but Taro is at the park and he's about to photograph a bunch of children. 
like a, a freak. Oh, oh, is that what he's gonna do? Okay. Yeah, he he whips out his camera. Okay. He's just really into kids these days. Yeah, and then luckily, Something. before he can begin photographing children, uh, he runs into Mal. Mm. Right, and Mao is friendly with him, and she says like Wanichiko again, uh, and he's like, and he understands, oh. he gets it. He's like, oh, is that Konichiwa? And he says it back to her. Uh, she keeps talking backwards because I keep waiting for her to speak forwards. Mm-hmm. I keep thinking she's going to. Um, and, and I, she, she I don't know Japanese, so I can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, every time the subtitles would play it backwards, I have to be like, okay, okay, you know, yeah, because I wasn't yeah. detecting it. Because it doesn't I'm, sound that I'm glad that they kind of had her repeating the same words over and over again. Because after yeah. you kind of understood what was happening, you could listen for the syllables. And like, yeah. it, did, it did actually make sense. Like, I think she says thank you to him at one point. I th- he gets her a juice or something. Mm. Um, and she says thank you. And it's like, oh, I hear it's arigato, but it's backwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to sit there and put it together. But I it, it checked out like each time I did it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. that is what she said. Um, And so they're just like playing together. And then the mom shows up right and she sees them playing together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and i don't remember did we already get to the part where izumi or they all kind of put together the fact that um when they when they see them they're like um izumi is like i've never seen him smile before and the mom is like i've never seen her smile before either <laughs> yeah so yeah. they're all happy together you got peanut butter in my chocolate you got chocolate in my peanut butter <laughs> they're a happy um, family and they all put together this thing that like well their husband died the husband died in a wreck six years ago and he was an organ donor and Taro was in that that car wreck we assume the first of many car wrecks he's been in <laughs> he's been hit by many cars as a pedestrian uh, and he was in that six years ago and he got an organ transplant could it be what organ was this the penis it's just all of his internal <laughs> the, organs. the brain was it the brain oh yeah you know you're, <laughs> maybe you're, it's his heart oh, oh he had a heart oh. transplant and there's this Rohan kind of puts out there this theory that like DNA maybe contains the memories of the soul. Mm. And so like the soul was transferred from the father of Mao, father of Mao um, (laughs) into a Taro. And so Taro has some of this guy's personality that would explain why he's a bit different. Mm -hmm. But where did this guy's soul go? Did his soul die? No, I, I think so. it was in the car crash. It was in his liver or whatever was transferred. I think. Oh God! <laughs> I think that that like well, I think the rest of his soul is dead. It turned into sparkly dust that always happens in JoJo. But a fragment of it was put into Taro, who now takes photos no, again, but I'm he saying. takes where them did, different. Where did Taro's soul go? Oh, I it may have fused, or maybe he did lose it because when he's heaven's doored, uh, when Rohan is curious about how everything happened, he heaven's doors everyone. He just sees that there's the car wreck and then there's like a bunch of black pages where there's just nothing. I think he died and then I think that the liver or whatever soul took over. That's yeah. what I think happened. I think I think it's better if it's the heart. Okay. <laughs> His heart took over. Well, it's weird that they keep calling it like internal organs and they do Right. They don't say which organ. Was it, all, it might have been a it might have been a bunch of them. It might have been several. Yeah, they grabbed what a bunch. They skin, scooped it out. The largest organ. It was like supermarket sweep or whatever, but with organs where they just were like, oh, I'll grab that and that. Um, I don't, they should have more things that are like supermarket sweep, but with organs. No, I don't think they should. I think that might be bad. Um, just like a real life surgeon simulator. So, 
Okay, sorry. So how we got here? Um, the so they're playing in the playground. The little girl like runs off. Um, and she's like almost gonna get hit by a car. This is the the la- the fourth of the four out of four uh, car crash. What's his face? His the mom and um ditzy boyfriend are like flirting. Yeah, They're, like have, having a little combo and feeling each other, and so neither one of them is paying attention to the child that they both care about. And they're like, no, and they run after her, and uh, um, who grabs her? But who, our boy Rohan grabs her. Uh, I don't know where he came from, but he just like kind of. It looks like he came out in front and, and got her like, like a linebacker. It wasn't that yeah. close. Big game. And he he, he, he no no no. He pats himself on the back, and he's like, huh, "It's a good thing I'm an I'm an athletic manga artist." <laughs> it's almost like a fourth wall break to be like. Yes, I'm not like a slovenly out of shape guy because I write for a living. You know, it's almost it's because like because he's very insecure. Yeah, <laughs> which is all the TV's invention. The manga, and that's the thing too is I get the vibe that Araki doesn't really care what people think that he isn't like that in in real life because he is just so consistently weird that he doesn't stop to be like, oh, but what do people think of that? And he just gets weirder as he goes on. And that robber scene that you mentioned, Chicas, I was putting that together. That was also made by the TV show. That scene is yeah, not in the comic. Yeah, that was when he like turned their arms. Their arms were bo- like their whole bodies fell apart. Whoa! I don't think in that the happened. Manga. Oh, oh what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he he like turns their whole bodies into books. Their mm-hmm. arms are like pages that are all folded like zigzags. And oh so they're yeah. Trying to escape, but they're like falling apart as they're doing it. Oh, that was horrifying. Yeah, yeah. But the, they weren't in robbers. The manga. Were they robbers? Weren't they? Oh, I was under the impression that the robber thing was added to Millionaire Village. I could be wrong, though. Or maybe that's... Oh, maybe... It's in part I, I might four. be conflating two things, because I've, I've, I think most of what I've watched with you guys is Rohan stuff. Yeah, no, I think you're right. It might be part of the main story, the part four storyline, because what you're saying is familiar. Uh, yeah. And I feel like it might be when they first see Rohan's power and they're freaking out. But I don't think they're robbers. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's like Koichi... I don't know. Listeners are screaming right now, probably. It no, it might have been Koichi. You're right. It might have been like some of the other main characters going into his house for the first time. Because they were, they were yeah. going to rob him, weren't they? They were like looking at stuff on his desk. They were going to take something from his desk. Yeah, I remember laughing at like there's a panel where Okuyasu was just on top of Rohan's scanner or something. Do you remember that? When they like they crawl into his, his office through the window in part four and he's just like sitting on top of his scanner. And I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I think that might have been what... I think it was Koichi now that you're mentioning and it. Maybe Koichi and Okuyasu. But... um. Yeah, so anyway, uh, so Rohan rescues the girl. And then he's like, let's have a read. <laughs> yeah, he just... He <laughs> all right, everybody holds all them. <laughs> yeah, and so they all become books. So that's where we were kind of wondering if it's like, uh, is that just what the power does now? Because they can't afford to make everyone bookify again? Yeah. Or I, Again, I thought it was so cool that everybody was a different kind of book. Yeah, I like it. I, don't, I really liked that detail. And I think it does, like, it tells a lot about each character. Were they different um, kinds of books? They all yeah, look the same. Looked, Izumi was a fashion like, magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who was? And, um, Izumi, Izumi was a fashion magazine in the first episode. Oh. And what, the, the, the fucking host kid was a very formal, plain book. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, the, His yeah. artist friend with the... Um, uh, He's not his friend. No, not his friend. His Mr. His 15 colleague. Kushagara. Yeah. yeah, he had like yeah, a crazy yeah, yeah, yeah. book. He was like a journal, like a handwritten journal. Yeah. Um, and it was like really messy in his. Um, so I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that everybody's everybody was a different kind of book that kind of told a little bit about them. Yeah. Oh, whose book was it that had the big holes in it? It looked like Swiss cheese. I think that was Taro after his soul transplant. I th- okay. I what, thought that was right? interesting that there were like pieces missing. Because he it makes sense with his memory. Yeah, because he yeah. lost his memory. 
I thought that was a cool visualization. Also, I I update. Go ahead. And then they all blended together in a beautiful paper cutout combo. Like a rainbow. They were all pop-up books. The Mm -hmm. the mom, Tato, and Mao. When they opened, he opened them all. They were pop-up books and little hands were coming out. There was nothing written on it. They were just all pictures. Well, they were, it was in the style of Mao's book. Mao's like picture book that he opened up the first one. All of the, those pop-up pages were kind of in that childlike kind of just abstracted style. Mm-hmm. I don't like that though. You can't read anything. What am I supposed I'm <laughs> well, not supposed to, to am it's I, like it's going to interpret it. Like how do how does Rohan's power become useful when you're just looking at a fucking picture book? Are all how words. How can you translate a soul into language? Yeah. Well, damn it. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> this is computer person versus that, that's art what person. Stan, that's what a stand does. His stand translates your fucking soul into written form. Um by the way, yes. So it's it's Okuyasu turns into a book. Uh, he like explodes into like a newspaper and kind of unravels and yeah, falls apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they oh, first God, go to Rohan's house scary. and see his power. And it's noted here that uh, when Heaven's Door is first used, it, he doesn't draw or show them the drawing. So mm. this TV show wasn't completely off the mark by not having him draw anything or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's kind of concluded that with Taro kind of flirting with the with the mom, and then he offers they, her the exact same coffee. Yeah, they flirt a lot. He says the that. same thing. He's y- like, yep. you know, it might be too sweet or something like that. Yeah. And then at the end, he says the same thing that they like recreate his final conversation, <laughs> right? Where he's like, maybe things will be okay. Maybe things will be good. Um, and he says he uses the same grammar that uh, the guy did. And the whole time, I was just like, you have an adorable, kind of annoying girlfriend. Yeah. That you're neglecting <laughs> to talk to this MILF. That's not right. I don't I, care what memory he, you lost. I don't think, not care about her at all. I don't think they ever actually broke up. I think that he just went off with Mai and... <laughs> Izumi was like, okay. Izumi's like, fine. all right. Uh, she, did a, she did a great happy. job. I'm happy for you. <laughs> I think that actor did a great job of looking kind of bummed out when she talks to Rohan later. When mm-hmm. she's like, uh, well, I'm just happy that he's, you know, he's doing photography again. He found, he found something that... Uh, interests him <laughs> and she looks like no, she, forced she fa- happy he found somewhere that he belongs like and, and and or something that made him happy and she just like looks off into space and looks like kind of sad yeah oh, i thought that was really good and her she said his photography is different now it's not the warm so i guess yeah. like it's his new soul type so basically the idea is like yeah this is like the reincarnation of mao's father we don't know why she has any kind of powers or whatever that's not explained too bad well, didn't it it said they said that like none of the the accidents that were happening to people around her weren't her fault. So the only power that we've seen her have is invisibility. Yep. Right. Yeah, but I think they the think mom, that the car crashes might be part of DNA or something, right? As well. I think the mom. Oh God, really? No, 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 no. I think I think the mom was like, I don't know. This girl is cursed. De- I think it was. It's like in the mom's head, you know, where she's but they like determined at happened. the end that like, oh, the accidents weren't. They were just coincidences. They weren't her yeah. fault. Like they say that. I thought. Uh, I think so. I was taking a bunch of notes, so I could have missed it. <laughs> yeah, my understanding. Like the, I think just the mom for some Listeners reason call in. got yeah. it in her head that this girl was cursed and basically was afraid became afraid of her and stuff like right and that and but it it was all in her head like there was nothing like like rohan said there's nothing wrong with her it's just a personality and the accidents were just coincidences but she can disappear but she can turn invisible (laughs) that's really weird she's not invisible you just can't see her mark she convinced me that um, i can't see her it's like i think it's chicago 
Mr. Cellophane should have been my name because you can walk right through me, uh-huh. walk right by me, and never know, never know I'm, there. I'm there. Cellophane doesn't work that way. What? No, that's how cellophane is. You can face through it. No. That's what? why it's so good for cooking. You can go right through is it. Is he singing to light? Yeah. Just the concept of, of light? Okay. Yeah, that's what, have you not seen Chicago Mark? Uh yeah, I haven't actually, so it's totally possible. You should see is it. That's Gere what it's about. Or Don't whoever. see it ever. No, the guy okay. who who's 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 the guy who sings that? John C. Riley? John C. Uh, Riley, you C. like Riley. him. I do like John C. Riley. He's good. Um so yeah, here's the thing about this ending. And and yeah, the manga is totally different. There's no connection with the stoner boyfriend. Um it is a random person that reminds her of her husband and he's a she mentions that or her old boyfriend or husband uh, did not father this girl. It <gasps> she get, went to a sperm donor. She went to a sperm. Wait, bank what are you talking about? In the what? comic. Oh, what? <laughs> um, that she she was impregnated through a sperm bank. Um, and so there's no reincarnation thing in DNA. I don't think. So what's the story then? Because that's the whole. That's I think like the, the plot of the whole episode. It basically in the comic, it's like she finds the sperm donor guy. And she does notice that there's similarities between him and her daughter. And it also seems like Mao, the daughter, guided her there. Because mm-hmm. at one point, she, another power she has, she disguises another child on the playground to look like her. And so she, so um, this like man, this 33-year-old man, is leading who she thinks is Mao out of the playground. And she chases after them. And then all the skin falls off. And it's a boy that's mm-hmm. not, you know, not her daughter. And so this then sounds that, cooler. She decides to stop and talk to this guy, and she's like, "You have the same scar and the same sideburns." And uh, <laughs> she finds out, like, "Oh, Mal was playing a prank on me by dressing up this boy to look like her." It's Greg Allman. So it just kind of seems like Mal was making her mom talk to this man who probably is her father. By the way, um, what you just heard was uh, the first audio adaptation of Araki's work. Yeah, it's. I hope that it was uh, expressive enough and uh, <laughs> detailed. Um, and, uh, here is Rohan's, I mentioned this, but these are his, his full comments on this uh, story. When I was a child, I started reading Besatsu Margaret. That's the name of the magazine. That Wait, this, this is, is Araki's. Araki. Yeah. yeah. When I was a child, I started reading Besatsu Margaret around the same time or even earlier than Shonen Jump. Shonen Jump is what Jojo was published in for a long time. Whenever I went to play at the house of one of my relatives, a girl who was older than me, I would read the issues of BM she left in the bathroom and other places around the house. Really unfortunate initialism, I gotta say. And unbelievably, I got to write this story, DNA, for BM. Man, I was nervous when it came to BM. That might be the reason why even though I normally aim for terrifying endings, this one had a touching, happy ending. I think that's good. (laughs) I'm also glad I got to draw Yukako Yamagishi again. So what's her role in, in this? She is just, she's like the one talking to Rohan, like, because the assistant's not in it, you know? So uh, I assume she's the one that he bounces conversation off. There's no Izumi. No, Izumi's like in two stories of Rohan's. I don't know if she's in more than that. Uh, who, who was in Millionaire Village with him? Was that? That was, that was Izumi. Izumi yeah. That was her. Okay, I, I was going to say, because I thought I remembered her. Um, but I guess that would be the one that I remember her from. She kind of has like a chubbier face and her hair comes down into circles, like the mm-hmm. ends of her hair, like spin into mm-hmm. perfect circle curls and like only yeah. one per like layer almost. Um, yeah. Um, and so it was cool to see. And like I said, y- Yukako's mom knows Mai. So that's the connection as well. And she seems to introduce her to Rohan. I don't know why. I don't know if she's like, this would be an interesting story for you or if they're just mm-hmm. hanging out. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, Miles, you might like the comic better. Um, and the comic also just has, you know, it has a, it's an it's an amazing amazing visual style. And to see um, Araki's 2017 drawing style applied to uh, you know a character he drew very differently 20 years ago or over 20 years ago uh, is a treat. Um, All right, get me that manga, Mark. Will do. There's also, a, teach me how to read. Uh, <laughs> I don't really have a lot of time to do that. There's one last thing at the end um, that we didn't talk about, which is um, Izumi is like, uh, oh, I almost forgot. When Mao vanished, you explained it like it was normal. <laughs> he's like, why, do you, why did you just treat yeah, that like a normal that? thing? And he's and just like, he's get like, out of here. He throws her out of the house. It's as if like magical, <laughs> having magical powers is a normal thing that you don't think is weird. He's, he just throws her out of the house. He's just like, get the fuck out. <laughs> and she's like, I'll, I, I swear I'll be back, which is great. Which is a great thing to say when someone she's, kicks you out. She's the best. She's yeah. just the best. Oh, and then she. Looks- I love that they they did his um finger stretches too. I remember that from yeah. the the episodes that I saw where he does all of the hand stretches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also it's in the first live action episode as well. I think it starts that way. How does he and do that that, that also that. felt it felt very Sherlock Holmes to me, like that he has his routine that cannot be interrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before he Miles, really, you can't do this. I don't think so. There you go. There you go. It's hard. We're doing for the listeners <laughs> uh, who can't see this. Well, it's uh, hard too. It's hard to separate the pinky from the ring finger because they're mm-hmm. almost on the same. The joint. boys out. now everybody There's pinky ring middle. You're so good pointer, at it. Thumb, thumb. Well, Chicas is an artist. We're not artists. Middle <laughs> ring pinky. Oh my god, it's really hard for me. I can, I can do this. Wait, hold on, Miles. Are you are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard for me. This is going up on the Patreon. Yeah, look at these skills, Patreon. <laughs> My fucking wrist hurt. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> All I right. did yoga and I shoveled and I made fresh pasta today. Look at these fucking fingers. Nice I hung up some stuff and then I just fell on the ground. That's what I did. <laughs> um, I drained the nasty ass heater. You'll see a video. Yes. Not you, listener. Oh, come on. Um, yeah, I, I like this episode. It was very fucking weird. Um, I didn't like that they kept shoehorning in this boyfriend because he just didn't need to be there. He was a nothing. I have a and question about this boyfriend that maybe the listeners won't care about. Does he remind you of my younger brother at all? A little no. bit. No. I a little it, bit. I thought he looked exactly like my younger brother, like used to in like high school and like college. Just Game having- is way more interesting. This man was a nothing. Yeah, I, I mean, but, just like style-wise, I guess. Yeah, a little I, bit. Like distinctive glasses and the curly hair kind of on top. Kind of messy hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, beyond that, no. Okay, fine. A firm no. <laughs> well, Gabe has amnesia now, so. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm okay. I, I remember now that he does remind me. So I'm trying to find, I wrote down, ugh. I wrote down something about Izumi. Oh, I'm an Izumi stan, and I don't remember where it went. Was it about her white stockings? I was, white, I was white really stockings? upset that she was in a relationship with this guy because he's in he just doesn't care about her. Well, yeah, she doesn't. He doesn't care about anything because he's just looking for his soul family, and yeah. she, she should not be dating him. That's weird. Um, we figured it out. Yeah, so I thought this, you know, this live action thing, I'm I'm glad it was done. It was an interesting uh, approach. You know, I don't think it was as fun and interesting. Certainly not as fun to look at. There were some 
Okay, visuals in this episode in particular, I liked Mao's like stuffed animal crib kind of setup. I thought that looked cool, and I'm glad they did the different color eyes. Um, the books themselves were really dope, even though they didn't do the opening up animations of the characters this time around. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. It, it makes no sense for me to say I would have done things differently because that doesn't matter. But uh, I guess <laughs> what I'm saying is I would have liked to see things a little bit more stylized or at least something that has a more filmic look. I, I said it before I was really like sort of annoyed by the frame rate feel like just making it feel like TV, but it's also the lighting. It's how a lot of Japanese dramas look. Um, this was- did feel the most like, like normal, like romance TV mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of, of all of the episodes that I watched like this, this one definitely stood out in a, a very like typical TV kind of way. Mm. Um, I don't know. It, it didn't feel as special as the others. Yeah. Um, and I, it's so funny because like it does distance itself from the rest of Jojo by not having the stand system, not having any Joe stars. And yet if you'd watched it, you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. If you were not acquainted with Araki's <laughs> style, you'd be like, what was that girl? You know, you'd be searching like, okay, is this like a reference to a mythological like archetype that I don't know about? Like some goddess have this powers and it's like, nope, just here's a bunch <laughs> of weird shit. And people reunited. Um, yeah, very, it very casually references a very specific folklore. Um, and so if you, I feel like if you did not know JoJo's and you were watching this, you'd be fucking confused at the end of it. But yeah. Like having even just the base knowledge that I have, the couple of episodes that I've seen, I felt like I was, I understood a lot more of it um, than if I was just watching it cold. Yeah. And you understand what you're not going to understand. You're just like, right. Okay, yeah. fine. Sure. Uh, I think I ended up on the whole liking this interpretation. Like I ended up, I, so my first impressions of Rohan were like, he's not good looking enough. He's not mean enough. Um, but I kind of liked the actor in the end, like, Mm -hmm. like the way he rolled his eyes at everything, like the way he delivered, like, huh? Like he was like just weird enough for me. And yeah, very over everything. Yeah. And I, I did end up really loving Izumi by the end. Like, because I remember the first episode we watched, I was like, everyone is acting too hard, but she ended mm. up acting just enough. Yeah, I think she took the character and really made something out of her that isn't necessarily like a Jojo-ish character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not not outside of the realm of possibility. He does have like sort of fun, bubbly personality girls in the comic. Rohan, though, it's hard to nail the kind of Rohan that we're looking for. And I think that Rohan as a young man is like his personality in the comic is weird for the age that he's supposed to be Mm -hmm, because he's very like mature and just sort of like downplaying everything. Mm -hmm. But he's also immature because he does get like stubbornly fixed on the dice game that he was in with Josuke. He's hanging out with all of these children. He's hanging out with the, with the younger kids. (laughs) He hates one of them. Like he has like a grudge against Josuke (laughs) for no reason. So, like, that contrast, I think, between his, like, sort of mature voice and personality and, like, his, like, insistence on experiencing everything he writes about. Uh, sort I can't of imagine well. this Rohan allowing his home to burn down, though. This one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he would be, like, yeah, you could see him being, like, no, get out of the, you know, we have to fix the house or something. <laughs> right. Um, but in the in the manga or anime world, yeah, this, like, 19-year-old, like, spoiled rich kid um, is just, like, no, fuck that. I don't care. Something's up with these dice. 
Um, and Dan, that would be so fun to see in like live action, right? Just like a burning ass building and people sitting right outside of it playing a game. <laughs> um, and you know what? I think they should do that with no special effects. Actually burn down a house with people five <laughs> feet away from it. That's I demand right. quality. Um, overall, Accuracy. I think um, I think we did it. I think we covered the Rohan live action TV drama. Ooh, we did I don't, it. I don't think live action is a complete abomination. I would I would be interested in more. We, we could still find the play. If anyone knows how to find the play that the Kushagara guy was in, it'd be how cool to watch that. that. <laughs> I looked, uh, I poked around a bit. I haven't asked directly. I feel like someone would have shared it by now, but uh, I don't know. We got a letter from a Japanese listener a while ago. If we can ask her to stroll into the NHK offices and say, excuse me, as a citizen, I would like my one recorded play, please. Because mm-hmm. um, they do air it <laughs> on that TV station. But anyway, um, if you have any thoughts, keep them to yourself. No, you can email JoJo's. Let's call in. Call us in on one 800 Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Don't call that number <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> we're like 1-800-Flowers.com. Remember that website yeah. where you're like, what the fuck? It, it exists. No, still. no, it doesn't. Okay. What? They're no. bad. Support local florists. Okay. Um, but it exists. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> no, it does not exist. Um, you can also find us on Twitter. We are at JJB Pod. Uh, you can find me can find on, on the Discord a, on another day. episode. Uh, yeah, Miles will be in the Discord uh, every day answering questions. Unless it asks for a password, at which point he will give up. <laughs> he will be doling out finance info when he can figure out how to get past basic security questions. <laughs> Listeners, write in and tell us what book you would be. Yeah, what kind of a book yeah, would you please. be? please. Uh, I want to know from someone who's a manual. I want to find out. If uh-oh. you're a manual, write in. <laughs> yeah, I hope it's for like a good product. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like a really solid piece of shelving. No, it's like, okay. It's like an Ikea manual. With no, like that has to, no words, though. Oh, yeah, you're right. They it's just have just brownie like Swedish construction guys but being not, like, not hmm. everyone had words. That's now true. have words. Uh, no, I'm and just saying, though, because Jackie words. doesn't like the no word books. Right? I like words. Or I no. like words oh, in my songs. I like words books. in my books. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you could be a graphic novel. I just need words. Words all or at least if it's gonna if it's gonna be pictures it needs to tell a story like it needs to it can't just be shapes on a page that i have to interpret like <laughs> no that one's i like that it's good no abstract art for jack no abstract art on on your soul images jackson pollock right in and just <laughs> throw some paint at our email all right everybody have a great week we'll talk to you next time when we watch an anime that is definitely maybe jojo Bye. What? Bye. Okay, bye. 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 Cellophane should have been my name, Mr. Cellophane, because you can look right through me, walk right by me, and never know.